0: Welcome everyone, you're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Laurie Buckley, and today I am here with my co-host, my sidekick, Mark Phelan. Hello, Mark. Buenos What? Como se dice. <laughs> Como se dice. Um, how do you say it? You say it however you want, but what we're, what we're going to be saying today, we're going to be talking about enhancing your sex lives. Enhancing our sex lives is a really important topic.
1: Enhancing your sexual life.
0: <laughs> Mark's acting a little strangely today. Yes. Yeah. What's going on? Too much coffee. Under the coffee. influence
1: of baked chicken and coffee.
0: Yes. We just had dinner. Uh, so it's late at night, and late on a Friday night, and this is what we're doing. And yeah, why it's would-
1: so late. It's quarter to seven. <laughs> This is a, tells you, You're a little old. We had the early bird. We already had dinner. Had some coffee. It's dark. Maybe outside. maybe a piece of cake. And it's quarter to seven, so it's getting late.
0: But I do want to say there's no other place I'd rather be. Nothing I'd rather be doing. Okay, that's a total lie. Oh my god! But I, I was am. Say you but can't I, lie to
1: these good people that <laughs> listen to us.
0: Really happy to be here, and Do I am, know,
1: but I, I saw the stuff I'd rather be doing. Let's face it, and, and
0: this is enjoyable. What can I say? We're gonna have fun talking about sex. We always yes. love talking about sex. Speaking about sex, we're experts,
1: you're the expert. I'm the yearning to be expert.
0: Well, you're an expert. That's in right in a few
1: things, but I'm boom.
0: Yeah. Uh, so speaking of sex, there is this uh, thing that I saw this. This study that has been done, it's a very small study, to be fair. It was of about 2,000 people, a little more than 2,000 people. It was done in the UK and that in the That sounds US. like
1: November to me. But um bum 2,000. <laughs> what
0: the hell are you talking about? It's
1: that ridiculous thing that <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain is supposed to be bedded 10,000 women. I remember sitting, this is, this is the classic example of a nerd at work. I'm hearing that. This is back in the day when he was superstar. Yeah. And he was nailing everybody in town. I started doing the math going, okay. And he started, even if he started 18, that's six different women a day, every day for 40 years. That's just Not exhausting. And impossible. Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: It's an exhausting thing. Yeah. You know, so I, I
1: attempted to do my Will Chamberlain, I think it was in the course of six months. I got <laughs> up to about four.
0: A day or four in six months.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. we'll leave it at that. Yeah, use your so. imagination. <laughs> we, I have to just say, I have to clarify: we did not drink with dinner. We did not. We are completely. Which is amazing. Sober. We got to
1: do that just once. We have to have a show where we just are slowly. But we'll surely. do a wine show. Yes, right, and then we can whine about the wine.
0: There you go. But we'll do it. We'll 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 do a whining show while we're drinking wine. I like it. I we'll do it. We're, we're, right. I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. So in this study, this was about what are people's favorite sexual positions. So I I thought I knew what the number one sexual position would be. And look at I I'm, I've been you know doing this for a long time. I've talked to thousands of people about their sexual preferences and what they like. Again, I maybe have spoken with more people than this survey even surveyed.
1: Absolutely,
0: <laughs> but. What do you think would be the number one sexual preferred position? Don't be cheating and looking at my notes.
1: The free one.
0: (laughs) Nice. Uh, I thought it would have been missionary.
1: Well, missionary is generic. I happen to prefer the the puppy one.
0: The doggy style. Mm. Well, there you have it. You are, the, that is the correct answer. So you are aligned with uh, about 35% of the population. Oh, not the population. The people surveyed. I think if we were to... The too...
1: pup <laughs> oh.
0: oh, you are just on fire. If,
1: what happens if you're like cats? Is it a kitty style?
0: No, I don't know if you've ever seen cats have sex. That it's a whole p- different deal. It's a whole different deal whole different thing that's not even on here and it's a good thing we don't even want to talk about that because you know this is somewhat of a classy show so
1: <laughs> since when
0: Don't talk about that I, you know i think the reason why people like the doggy style well there's a couple of benefits to it Let, let's talk about the benefits to doggy style and then i'm going to talk about the benefits of missionary
1: you can both read yeah. yeah, you put a nice novel on your back and that's you put so a nice true. novel on the bed. You say, can you turn the page? Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> I never even no. thought about that. Absolutely. Another added benefit to doing it doggy style. The Another benefit, I, I think, is, well, one, that you're not looking in each other's eyes. And I think for some people that might be a benefit. For me, I, that's why I think the missionary position is more preferable. Mm-hmm. To each his own. But the other thing that makes it nice is it does allow the man or, or the woman, assuming that there's a heterosexual couple. Look at, I mean, if it's a homosexual couple or lesbian couple, there's probably some advantages here too. But it's being able to reach around and to be able to fondle mm-hmm. different parts. They're more available. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So if
0: it's the woman who is who on the bottom and the and the man is in the back, or if you have two women, then there is the ability to reach around and stimulate her clitoris, which let's face it, a majority of women do need clitoral stimulation to be able to experience an orgasm or to get really, really aroused. Not always, but mm-hmm. it's a, certainly an added perk. So you do have that I'm going to say advantage when you're in that position. Um, I also think that it is a position that lends itself to more G spot stimulation and maybe some more aggressive. I
1: think uh, that's uh, the number one thing you're, you're as the guy going in, you're at a different angle Right. And the G-spot seems to be on the roof, not the basement.
0: Right. It's exactly right. Oh, yes. I, I am a professional. Yes. Yeah. On the roof, it's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Front and up. And I think you can get a little deeper penetration mm-hmm. also with the doggy style position.
1: I mean, I like them both. The idea of looking in someone's eyes and the making out part and all that's good. And it's it's just, a, I think you can do both. You know, I don't think one has to be exclusive to the other.
0: Right. And there are many different positions mm-hmm. to choose from. Although I think some people get maybe more inexperienced people think that they need to just switch from one position Mm -hmm. to the next position to the next position so it's sort of like an Olympics do the
1: hokey pokey and turn yourself around
0: and for most people that's not very enjoyable not that it can't be enjoyable to change positions but when it becomes kind of a an achievement oriented or performance oriented Mm -hmm. goal to have as many different positions as you can do it it really doesn't add to I think the pleasure of the experience it's like you know you're just showing off and it doesn't necessarily work so yeah so doggy style more than 35% of the people uh, male and female Female have that as their preferred position. The second most preferred position is missionary, which is almost twenty-five percent. Uh, the interesting thing is that is for women, females, the missionary is second. For males, it's actually third. Uh, the second one for men is cowgirl, which is woman on top.
1: Cal-go? Cowgirl. Cal-girl. Cowgirl. 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 Well, in in Oklahoma,
0: shit. yeah, <laughs> the Question for you as yes. being
1: the female of the couple here. Yes. comfort wise, uh-huh. just strictly not just sexual, but comfort wise. Is it uncomfortable to have somebody on top of you? I mean, if if they're a big guy?
0: Well, I mean this is the thing. I think it's actually is it the question is, is it comfortable for the male? because generally speaking, it, whoever's on top, you're not going to put all of your weight on no. the person below you. So depending on how you're situated, because the missionary position has lots of different variations. Well,
1: the thing of it is, is interesting now with the new versions of aerobic, you can plank while you puck.
0: Plank while you puck, or plank while you fuck, is what you're exactly. saying, but you're trying to be gentlemanly. Yes,
1: because you're literally in a push-up position almost.
0: I mean, does that that's, doesn't that get tiring?
1: It, it can. It can, especially after two or three hours. I mean, oh my, oh, arm, arms are just numb. But the, <laughs> the, yeah, it sometimes, especially when you get into a, a heavy down-filled kind of a bed, the postopedic kind of thing doesn't have a lot of support. You melt into the bed. That's more pressure you're putting on. Yeah. And I'm sure the the, the woman's comfortable, but at the same time, you want to if you go oh and you collapse on you all of a sudden. <laughs> The person you're
0: with. It's smothering. Yeah, it can be uncomfortable for everybody involved, but. Since you mentioned it, let's talk about those beds. What are those beds called the one that that, that mold into your skin there's no bounce on them. What are they called?
1: Yeah, Tempurpedic or something? Tempurpedic. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and not to, you know, out a brand, but that exactly. type of bed right. which can be really wonderful for sleeping.
1: Mm-hmm. No good for the boning. I
0: don't think so good for sex. You kind of need you, that bounce. When
1: in your knees is the guy I'm sitting in that position my knees going in keeps sinking in it keeps my thrusting at a minimum. Yeah. Because I can't now. I'm I'm actually getting closer. It's like there's no support. Of, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had sex on both mm-hmm. and I'm I'm definitely not buying a Tempur-Pedic bed.
1: Well, that was the old days uh, back before you kids were born when water beds were over.
0: I, I actually, I remember, I never right. had one, but I certainly know of them. Yeah. The
1: hysterical thing is you had to, you didn't want to drink too much because, first of all, you get a little seasick, which is true. Because you get the motion going and it starts <laughs> moving your body when you're not moving. And it can be a little disconcerting. But yeah. if you get out of your rhythm, this happened to me on a few times, you're now in the rhythm of the water, but you're virtually, there's no thrusting at all. You're just like, <laughs> Booming yeah. back and forth, back and forth, and you're kind of in there, but there's no friction. So not very sexy because at all. you're just kind of like lullabying, swinging back and forth. So like after five minutes, I, okay, uh, what happened?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there, there are no more water beds, right? Yeah. I think that there are. Well,
1: they're absurd because I think they just—if they leaked, it was. just.
0: Yeah, there are mattresses. And I actually did have one of these—a mattress that had water in it. Yeah
1: yeah they have those
0: they have those but it's yeah. a
1: heavy supported thing that's built around so it's almost like having a frame you don't
0: feel like you're in a water bed it's just no. it's just very comfortable yeah. yeah
1: and it was it's kind of misguided nonsense as far as how good it was for your back because phew, you got a big piece of plastic and it's cold as hell unless it's heated
0: I just i remember somebody I know had a water bed and I, I, I remember it but yeah I don't and then I, God I from, know somebody gets up
1: in the middle of the night you're gonna <laughs> whoosh,
0: <laughs> that's the advantage of the Tempur-Pedic bed exactly. is you don't disturb the person next to you I guess you gotta figure out what your priorities are exactly. Let's just, I, don't, I do wanna talk about the missionary position a little bit because I, I think that it's underrated mm-hmm. and it is certainly maybe not the most popular position but at least the second most popular and again we're talking about a very small sample of people 2,000 is nothing I don't know know if it's enough of a sample to generalize right to the mm-hmm. to the population of people having sex but you know we'll just say it's still a popular doggy style still popular but missionary is also the thing about missionary position people think oh it's so boring it's so vanilla it's so the same thing there are so many ways that you can be mm-hmm. in the missionary position advantages you do get that eye-to-eye contact which
1: it, i think is really very hot intimacy.
0: Oh, yeah. It can be incredible. Mm. It can really add to the experience. The other thing that you get is the ability to have direct clitoral stimulation with your body if, if you're both in the right position. So maybe the woman, if the woman's on the bottom, her legs, are they together? Are they apart? Are they straight? Are her knees bent? Uh, what about him? Are he is his legs together? Are they apart? Are his his knees bent? Are they straight? I mean, there's lots of different ways. How high up is on, Mm -hmm. how high up is he on her? And ideally, if he's a little further up, a little higher up, and he does more of a rocking back and forth as opposed to an in and out, not that he can't do that as well, Mm -hmm. but that can really stimulate a woman's clitoris directly and can really add to her level of pleasure. And let's face it, we know that the biggest turn on for a man is a turned on woman. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, I can't speak for everybody, but that tends to be most of the time so it's a really good position and there are lots of ways to vary it up uh so then let's talk about the cowgirl the woman being on top i don't think we have the problem that we were talking about before where she doesn't have to hold herself up
1: no no, no. she can
0: kind of sit on him almost mm-hmm. um you know or be you know on, on her feet or it's on great her knees. for
1: quads for the girl <laughs>
0: it is good exercise mm-hmm. another advantage and she is in control yep. which can be a really great thing it could be exciting Erotically. And you got
1: full access to the yabos.
0: Yes, exactly. Which I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And and if we want to translate that for people who don't know what a yabos is.
1: No, it's a yabo. Yabos is plural. <laughs> you got a nice set of yabos.
0: <laughs> you are talking about boobs. Let's see. Or tits. Or breast Jugs. Or, <laughs> jugs. There we go. There's the proper word. Yeah. But that is an advantage. It's a
1: scientific term. <laughs> the scientific.
0: The professional
1: and term. And you achieve juggage. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But definitely an advantage. So I don't want to go through all of these necessarily, but we will, but quickly. The next one is holding legs up. I I didn't write this. This is just what they said. This is only about this is less than 5%. Holding legs up. I am imagining that this means she is on her back, he is on his knees, and and he is holding her legs up.
1: Almost like you're. on a,
0: steering her, yeah. Mark is doing a steering motion with his hands. This is radio.
1: Yes, it is. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking of the the stairmaster <laughs> yeah. with the, the arm. Movement. Oh, the elliptical. Yeah, the elliptical. So you can go, <laughs> <laughs> which some is extra, better? Which is better, honey? Give me a little some, more resistance. Okay, this is exercise
0: there too. And, and again, I, I'm trying not to exclude different sexual orientations, but let's just keep it simple here. We can, you know, we can put into women, we can put into men, but I think these positions are specifically geared, for the most part, for a yeah. man and a woman. Uh, but doesn't mean that it can't be for whatever sexual orientation exactly. you are. So I, I try not to be too hetero centric. And uh, sometimes I do better than others. The next one is 69 position.
1: 69, I'm always a big fan.
0: And 69, again, men and women, pretty much the same there. Uh, It is a really good position. And I think it's a position that a lot of couples do initially. And one of those things, kind of like passionate kissing, that can tend to die out after a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just like, let's, let's think about it. Well,
1: there again, you could do the variation and her on top and you on the bottom, that kind Sideways. of: Sideways. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Sideways is really, I think, a good way to do it too. So whatever works, but it can be fun. Yep. And you know, you get both of your juices flowing so to speak. Literally. And that can it should just be like the synergy of, sure. of arousal and sexual energy. So I like that one. The next one is spooning. And, you know, spooning, it, it depends. I mean, you have to fit well together in that way. And I think a male has to be at least somewhat endowed. So it, your bodies have to work. Let's just put it that yeah. way. It can be a little trickier. and It,
1: it kind of interferes with the whole thrusting. Too, You're not going to so. get
0: deep penetration no. with spooning. It's a different kind of an experience. And it, it can be exciting. It's good if, if you don't want to anybody in the room to know that you're having sex so (laughs) you can be a little more discreet that's one advantage of it and i guess it's intimate i suppose i'm a big fan of spooning but not necessarily spooning as a sexual position i think spooning by itself is a great way to connect and it's very it's very intimate and you know it's a good post
1: boning position
0: post or pre yeah yeah Yeah, but for the actual sex, I'm surprised it did. Look at we're now we're talking all of these are under five percent, so none of these are really all that popular. The next one is reverse cowgirl, which is this one. Uh, This is the woman on top where she's facing his feet, which
1: you know, overly rated. Yeah, first of all, why do I want to see just a back? And I I can't. You're a butt man. No, no, but even and then if I'm a butt man, if I'm in the doggy style, at least I have access to the abos. She's now on me yeah. facing that way. I, I and got she's looking eight, at your feet. And I got to have eight inch hands to get even around there. Yeah. So I can't, all I'm doing is, okay, I'll give you a little neck massage while you're there. And yeah, she's looking at your feet. Now, I'm sorry, that's not my best feature. Yeah.
0: I think it's just it's, about the saying you did it. It's yeah. like mo- you know, moving things around a bit, um, you know, adding some novelty. But as far as Doesn't like, is it a sense. does it really increase yeah. your amount of pleasure? Eh, not so much. Now we have oral sex, and then we have second to the last anal sex. Now, interesting on the top ten sexual positions, anal sex is not on the woman's list, but it is ninth on the male list, which is interesting because we hear. So often that, oh, men, all men want to have anal sex. No woman does. And none of those things are true. There are lots of men who do, lots of men who don't. And by the way, that also goes with sexual orientation. There are gay men who don't like like yep. anal sex and there are straight men who do like anal sex on both sides giving and receiving and there are lots of women who who very much enjoy anal sex so a lot of women when I, when I talk to them and this subject comes up which it often does especially if I'm working with a couple he'll want it she doesn't oftentimes women they say they don't want it but there's a curiosity about it mm. and they're just kind of embarrassed about it or they're unsure about it or they don't know if it's going to hurt so there's a lot of unknowns and I think that's also the thing that's appealing about it it is sort of this real taboo. It's
1: exactly. I think there's the key word. It's also unusual since it's not the random run of the mill every time. So that's the reason I think guys like the idea. Doesn't a big draw to me, mainly because the reality, I mean, you got to be kind of prepped for it. You have
0: way. to prep for it. Absolutely. And if
1: you don't, it's going to be funky mess.
0: Yeah, you have to prep for it, and there has you know there there are some definite guidelines that you want to put into place. Thinking in of just you know, as
1: much pleasure with your mouth there, yeah. so analingus can yeah, be good. That's yeah. just, just as exciting, and then you get around to doing your regular business or it's, fingers. It's, yeah, it, exactly. And I think it's pure preference to anybody, as we always say here, whatever floats your boat. If as long as it's consensual, somebody's enjoying themselves. Whatever floats your boat, but it's just one of those things that I think the taboo part and the unusual quality of it versus anybody can get a handjob, anybody can get a job, It's like, well, oh, I want to. Try. I've never done that before. Have you done it before? That kind of that thing. that is
0: a big part of it. But there also are a lot of nerve endings mm-hmm. in the anus, and it can be pleasurable, extremely pleasurable. So it's it's also a physical thing. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that I think even more than that, it is an erotic thing, mm-hmm. and and you know the idea of if if a partner allows you to go to that area where maybe she never has before, or it's not something you're going to do all the time, Uh, you know, it feels extra special.
1: And if you've been together for a while and all of a sudden you start doing it, it's like, Ooh, this is at least it's something new.
0: Something new.
1: I'm surprised there's not a list on there as far as positions like on sitting on something like the girl sitting on a bar, well or something. Actually,
0: the one that comes after anal sex, there is one more sexual position that we did not mention, and it is called tabletop.
1: Bingo.
0: Now, I wasn't sure about is that somebody's body position in tabletop, or does it mean on top of a table? And I'm we're going to assume it means on top of a table. I've
1: experienced this. This we all saw Bull Durham. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I love Kevin (laughs) Costner. Uh, no, if a woman's on a tabletop and it's basically the same height as your, high, your how tall you are, right? You have full thrust. You Your know, knees aren't bent. You're you're not being uh, compromised as far as you got full pelvic. Here, let me going let's,
0: on. let's clear off the table. Let me exactly. lay down. And see if it all works out. Bravo. <laughs> we'll do <But> it later. <laughs> seriously,
1: you got those kind of things that uh, I particularly remember one time in a shower where a box from the refrigerator was used. <laughs> And it equaled oh. out a height frame. It was the vegetable bin. And it bin. was fabulous <laughs> because it gave that exact height that you need. Yes. And that's where you get the tabletop. Action.
0: So we don't do this often, but Mark is making a reference to our past
1: 5,000 years ago. It was a
0: long time ago. It was the vegetable bin. Yes, in the shower. This
1: is the reason I have <laughs> fond memories of a frigid air. <laughs>
0: gets an erection every time he sees one. I don't know what it is. Uh, It's
1: a different kind of version of the cold shoulder.
0: (laughs) And those new listeners, Mark and I, in case you're wondering, we are not a couple, but we were... We were
1: a couple, a couple I don't know what.
0: Many, many, many years ago, for about a year or less, less than a year, I think. Before she dumped me. (laughs) He always has to... It was a dark,
1: stormy night. (laughs) I felt so alone, so vulnerable. Was cast aside, but we,
0: but we are really kicked good- out
1: into the storm
0: <laughs> stop. to
1: wander aimlessly. <gasps> and the only advantage of the storm is it it, it hid my tears. Oh, stop! <gasps>
0: so and he's an actor, right? So yeah, you know why I broke up with him. <laughs> No, so we, we we are good friends, but we don't, those kinds of references don't come up, even between us we're it, and we're alone. the
1: only reason, and this, I haven't thought of this in 30 years.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just thinking of angles and tops and. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, and how often you think of I it? I haven't thought about bit. it myself. But, yeah. And think of it. Those are the old days. Because this thing is a metal vegetable bin anymore. It's all plastic.
0: Was it metal? Oh, yeah. It was one I, of those. I guess it would have to be, yeah, right? You pull yeah. it the,
1: and it's a square. I was metal very light, box. though.
0: Very light. Of course.
1: <laughs> a very wisp of a woman. you But now it's all plastic. You step a <laughs> freaking it in.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So it don't was try. An old don't try that at home, kids. Exactly. Don't try that at home. So tabletop. Yeah, tabletop. yeah. By the way, we're talking 1% of the people surveyed mm-hmm. liked the tabletop. Well, you know
1: what? Here's the thing. That always drives me crazy. And you see it in every freaking movie. Okay, they're getting hot, they're starting to nibble on each other's ear. They can't even get in the door of the hotel. They slam in each other. The door gets slammed by she's her kicking it closed. And then he starts molesting her. And he pulls her in and he starts standing up, <laughs> holding her legs right. while he's hammering. I'm sorry, I'm a very strong guy. 195. That is uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. And if you weigh 110, I'm now holding you in a deadlift where I'm trying to go for it. Come yeah. on, get on the floor for a But God it does sake.
0: look good on film. It
1: looks fabulous, but it's also ridiculous.
0: It's, it is ridiculous, right? Most sex <laughs> scenes, you know, they're, yeah, they're arousing to watch and they're not necessarily, whether it's porn or See? mainstream the film. The
1: quintessential hand quivering and then grasping at the sheets, holding tight the moon, the arching of the back. Yeah, it's all standard stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I it was a
1: stunt double for that scene, could, by the way.
0: It could work. Well, we did talk about, in, I think it was sexy movie scenes, we did talk about your ass in Sea of Love. We of we don't need to revisit it, but if you are, again, new to oh, the show, yes. you might want to check that one out. That was good See, stuff. See,
1: I have fond memories of a Frigidaire and a pasta <laughs> Was Because I have
0: <laughs> Yeah, because he was humping the, the mattress. Exactly. So I want to talk about sexual positions. So I think a lot of people, when they think about how do they enhance their sex life a lot of people the first place they go to is let's let's add our Mm -hmm. sexual positions
1: let's get crazy
0: yeah let's do that let's hang from the chandelier let's you know let's have sex reverse cowgirl style and you know it's okay the kama sutra but the reality is it really doesn't do a whole lot to enhance your sex life Mm -hmm. and to be really honest the two things that we talk about all the time that are going to enhance your sex life are one, definitely feeling confident and good about yourself, absolutely good communication. And the other one is, I mean, unless you're just hooking up with random people the state of your relationship, Mm -hmm. when you can allow yourself to be vulnerable, when you feel good with this person, when you can connect and you can communicate in a way that you can talk about ways that you want to be touched and where you want to be touched. And certainly to talk about different things that you want to do. And I want to talk about some things that you can do, whether you are in a new relationship or creating a new relationship, romantic relationship, or you are in a committed relationship and maybe even have been for some time things that you can do that actually can make a difference. Cause great sex does not begin just by taking your clothes off and going into some crazy position. So connecting to your partner and having a solid relationship Is really, really important and it absolutely affects your sex life, which is why I wrote the book, right? 21 Decisions for Great Sex and a Happy Relationship. The two are very much connected. So, one of the things that you can do is have meaningful rituals, and a ritual is really a great thing because it's something that you can count on.
1: You have to put on a weird headband and burn sage.
0: Well, I think when people think rituals, they kind of think about that, right? But rituals just means you have this this desire, this intention, and you create something that you can count on that happens in a very consistent manner. So, you know, having pancakes every Sunday morning with your family. Sounds
1: fabulous.
0: It's maybe not very sexual, but it is a ritual and it creates connection. Mm -hmm. And when you have those things that you can count on, it absolutely makes a difference in your relationship and for your sex life. So you can have rituals that are actually more aligned with not just connection but sexual connection so maybe it's and we actually have talked about this it taking a shower together mm-hmm. so you can before you have sex so you can get really clean you can start some you get frisky and
1: hands all over the place slippery yeah. slippery naked body forget about it
0: and so you know you know every Saturday night you know that's your night you two take a shower or a bath together and you dry each other off or maybe you dress each other and then you go to bed, and you know, then you make love. It can be a ritual. Uh, there can be other kinds of rituals, too. It could be a food ritual, or maybe it's sitting out in the backyard and enjoying a glass of wine together. There are things that you can count on. They do create that connection. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to make these rituals... Especially if you're connecting them, well, they're about connection in your relationship, but they're also want to connect them so they can not just enhance your emotional relationship, but also the romance in your sexual relationship. It could be sending loving text messages on a daily basis. Maybe every, every day you send a loving text message to your partner. That would be a ritual. It's something that you can count on, but it can also be loving. It can be sexy and it can be connecting.
1: Yeah, like, you know, make sure you bring home some milk and they'll blow you. That'd be nice.
0: Well, yeah, maybe that (laughs) you bring home a milk. Yeah, it could be a ritual. Uh, The other thing that sort of seems conflicting with this but equally important is to be unpredictable right so we have things that we can count on that's important for our connection the rituals but it's also really important to be unpredictable like you don't know what's going to happen surprise your partner because we do really react Mm -hmm. sexually to novelty to things that we don't expect surprises
1: yeah wouldn't it be great it's like you only have to do it twice a month because you alternate every other week you say okay friday night your choice. Next week's my choice, and that's for a movie, an event. This, whatever you're going to do, the other person agrees to go along with it. You're not going to do something crazy if if I'm, I have a fear of heights, so I'm not going to say let's go on top of a building and go well, skydiving. But.
0: Well, and that's that's actually I like that idea. And what that is is, and I've had clients who've done this. It's putting a, a connecting a ritual and an unpredictable together. So in other words, and, and I have a lot of couples who do this. So we're going to exactly your your examples. Perfect. We have our ritual that every other week we take turns creating a, an exciting evening mm-hmm. or exciting day it could be a play date right that so we take turns and in that play date we get to surprise each other mm-hmm. we don't know what we're going to do exactly. so that's putting the two together and look at this is all about being intentional and when we are wanting to again we this could be in new relationships creating something sure. and getting somebody interested and excited by you and it's also getting somebody interested and excited by you that you've been with for Five years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. We can't stop. We need to keep being intentional and in making those efforts. Touch is always important, not just touch when you want to have sex, but affectionate touch, sensual touch without any expectation or demand of sex. I
1: still, uh, uh, when I see a couple like in their sixties and seventies, walking, holding hands, it's always sweet. I know. It's endearing.
0: Especially when he's holding her purse. That's always one of my favorite time together alone, Mm -hmm. you know, without friends, without kids, just time together, having fun, you have to have fun. Fun is important. When you're having fun out of the bedroom, you are more likely to be having fun in the bedroom.
1: Absolutely. It reduces stress. Stress is the killer of creativity. It's the killer of amore. Yes, absolutely. You, it's awful hard to be feeling very amorous when you're just, oh, so Wound up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to, to have that release. First. And to, you know, be adventurous, doing things that are adventurous, you know, things that maybe are a little scary, whether it's watching a scary movie or going on a roller coaster. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> I, I hate know. roller coasters. I know. That I'd face- have to have a promise of some amazing no, I, stuff I, happening. But it
0: does increase our level of dopamine and it sure. does also really create some bonding. Mm-hmm. It does. So, you know, if you're into it, that's a good thing. Because
1: my fingernails get dug into your hand. <laughs>
0: right. I know. Oh, I know A whip. Uh, and here's another really important one I mean we can talk about novelty adventure being creative having fun those things are important But I'll tell you, something that goes a long way is appreciation. Letting your partner know that you appreciate things that they do, compliment them. Mm -hmm. Those things are huge and they go really far. When we are feeling, men and women are feeling needed, they're feeling appreciated, Mm -hmm. they're definitely going to be more in the mood to have sex. I've always maintained,
1: this kind of falls in with the old classic uh, myth of Valentine's Day. Instead of being forced to do it on one particular day, pick any other day when it's the least expected. All of a sudden you come home and there's a bottle of wine. Here's some flowers you don't usually bring home. Watch the reaction. It means so much more, exactly, and they're a lot I've more affordable. Thought about it <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There, there, it is the ultimate <laughs> thing for women that prey upon the man for the nonsense. Hey, oh, we look at go to Trader Joe's; it's nine ninety nine. Oh, on Valentine's Day, it's eighty bucks. It's
0: true. It's crazy. Why
1: I play into that? But yeah. just watch the look on your face. And that's the, the unpredictability face. too. <laughs> so it's
0: appreciation. So a lot of these things mm-hmm. really overlap one another. You know, the thing is, is when we are in a relationship, or even when we're seeking a new relationship. It's so easy to be just hyper-focused on our partner's faults, our potential partner or our current partner, to be focused on the things that they're doing quote unquote wrong, things that we don't like. They don't think the way we do. They don't do the things that we want or the way that they do it. And it's natural to focus on those things. When we focus on those things, we are not happy. They certainly aren't. And our relationship is not going to thrive. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. So to really remember to Focus on the positive things. You focus on them. Live in that place. As I say many, many times, live in that place of gratitude and appreciation. Express it and it will change your well-being. It will change your partner's feelings towards you. And it'll absolutely change your relationship. And it'll absolutely, to the last one, to just put it all together, enhance your sex life. And that's what we're talking about today.
1: Bingo, bungle bangle.
0: So the action step for today is to think about things that you can do. Maybe it is creating, again, whether it's with a new partner, potential partner, or someone you've been with for a long time, creating some kind of a ritual. Maybe it's going to the farmer's market every Sunday together, whatever it might be. But think about that. Maybe you could do that. Don't do all of these, just do one, right. Mm-hmm. right? Maybe it is creating what we were talking about that that surprise play date could be once a month. It doesn't even have to be every yeah, week, exactly. especially if you mm-hmm. especially if it's someone sure. that you're in a new relationship with or if it's somebody who or not somebody, but if you're in a situation where maybe you have a lot of kids and you don't have the, we'll just say the luxury of a lot of extra time, that's a wonderful thing to do. If you want to add some creativity and novelty into your sex life, maybe you could try one of the positions we talked about, or you can have a conversation about a different position that you'd like to try or anything Mm -hmm. that you would like to try in bed, start those conversations. So to just pick one thing, just one thing, maybe it's something we talked about that that you believe could really make a difference in enhancing your sex life or your relationship, just with intention, put that into practice. And we always want to hear your stories. And we've been getting some really wonderful success stories. Thank you for sending them. And we're definitely going to be sharing those with you because I love getting those letters as Mark does as well. And again, as always, we so appreciate you listening to us. If you are enjoying our show at all, please do us a favor. Go to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review an an honest one Uh, we appreciate that it certainly helps us and uh, you know we just do appreciate you listening thank you again for tuning us in we will be back next week and we look forward to seeing you then or at least talking to you ciao (laughs) Ben. bye everyone